to the Coffee House Theater Company podcast. We've got this down now. Yeah, I'm pretty proud. So proud of us. Hi, Erin Clooney. Hi. How are you doing? I'm good. You old woman. I am an old woman. Erin Clooney's birthday was yesterday. And she's now 20 years old. Yeah, I guess so. I don't feel any different. How does it feel to not be a teenager? I don't know. I feel the same. I was, I don't know, I was like freaking out the other night because I was like, I'm not going to be a teenager. I'm not going to be in my teens anymore. I'm going to be in my quote unquote 20s. <laughs> I didn't like that. Your life is like over already. Okay, <laughs> that's too far, bucko. <laughs> I know. I, that's not it. But I had a pretty good birthday. Oh, God. What did you get? Tell me all your I gifts. I got an Apple Watch. Wow. So, but we're not, we're kind of twinning, but we're not because yours is nicer than mine, I guess. Right? Well, it's a newer edition. Not yours, necessarily nicer. Yours is a newer edition. Yeah. Okay. But we have the same band. We have the same band. Best friends. And the same <laughs> color, kind of. Yeah. It's yeah, the same so color. Boom. So that's what I got. Mine is about to die. It's at 10% right now. That's what I was like checking earlier. Cause have you let your Apple Watch get low enough that it needs to be charged yet? No. It'll vibrate on your wrist and you'll like low-key have a mini panic attack every single time because you don't know what's going on. And then it just says 10%. <laughs> and you're like, okay, buddy. A little <laughs> dramatic. Yeah, it's pretty dramatic. Gosh. Well, yeah. It was good. Um, my grandma made me and my brother, because his birthday is two days before mine, she made us a peanut butter pie. And we ate most of it, but then Mateo got into it. No. And my dad was so mad. Because I like ate some of the piece and I was going to let him have the rest. And then Mateo got into it. He also drank some wine yesterday. <laughs> Why is Mateo actually a human now? I don't know. Well, he's a pretty weird human. Mateo's like, I am going to eat from the table now. God, he's a brat sometimes. But you know yeah. what Tootsie's been doing? Speaking of brats. Oh, God. Okay, I have no idea. So, have I told you about her with her treats on top of the refrigerator? Yeah, she faked peas. Yeah, she faked peas, and then she also, like, will just, like, stare up at the refrigerator where her treats are. And she's getting a little chunky, I'm not gonna lie. So, we decided we needed to take her off of these treats and start giving her carrots again, which is what, like, we her treats used to be. And... Um, so my dad never gave her, like, any of the fancy treats. It was only my mom and I, because we're suckers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so now we, we, we hid her treats, because she knows where they were at. We have carrots now, and she's refusing to eat them. Like, she'll look at it, and she'll literally stick her head up and walk away. But when my dad gives it to her, she'll eat them. That's why you guys shouldn't be so nice to her. She's a brat. Like, and Yeah, she is. The other day, she was so... The first day we changed her off of it she was so angry at us like she was genuinely mad she would not look either she's already mad enough at you yeah you're right for being around another dog (laughs) but she would not look at me or my mom she was so mad and she like we'd be like oh come here tootsie and she would just walk away oh my gosh she's such a brat she is okay mateo is not like that i love her he loves all so much if he got a carrot he'd be happy he'd just be thriving but the thing is like the i don't know i don't know why she's only eating it from my dad and maybe it's because he never gave her any of the other treats but like she has no problem maybe he's it. she's just trying to be that petty she could be she's like i'm gonna send them a message and then like she'll just stare at the top maybe of the she fridge. thought you guys were tricking her by like giving her those good treats for a while and then switching back to carrots so we put the cans because we're giving her canned carrots and we put those on top of the fridge like still in the can because that's where her treats are i was like you want to see what's up there i'll show you what's up there and i just brought down a can i was like this is what is up there it's just canned it's the same thing that's in here and she just looks back up at the fridge again i'm like there's no No, there's not up there no we hid them but yeah she's very mad at us right now i um what is it never mind i thought i heard something um no, is do you hear it? Okay, maybe it's just because I have the microphone. I think it's fine. Um, but Erica listened to our first episode of season two today, mm-hmm. and she's like, "It's just female anatomy." Because you remember how we were like, didn't know how to say you were giving you were giving your musical review, and you couldn't say like you didn't know if it was anatomy or what it was. And you're asking all these questions, and we're like, "Hey, Erica." You oh, know did she answer? actually respond? So she just she answered. She's like. Um, you and Rachel are a mess in this episode, and also it's just female anatomy. And I was like, 
Oh. I was like, I feel really dumb. Okay, look, getting back into the swing of recording was tough for both of us. Yeah. We well, it'd been a while. It had been. Just give us a break. <laughs> Based off the name of the episode, Matilda Blood Edition, it sounds pretty bad. I don't mean, like, no one would know what that means until they would, like, there's no way you could guess it. But all of our titles are like that. That's nothing true. new. That's true. I was trying to come up with some titles or some of them. But none of them was as good as our first episode of the season. That was so. just that was an that was iconic. That was iconic. In other news, I not that I'm going through a midlife crisis or a identity crisis or anything like that. However, I have gotten another piercing. You're ridiculous. <laughs> I thought you weren't supposed to get piercings until after like you have to wait a certain amount of time. Well, I didn't. I, I waited um, two days. Two days and got another one. <laughs> And okay, so last night, okay, it's been doing really good so far. Like, That's good. We've been, I've been thriving, living our best lives, and it hasn't hurt. But then last night, I kept waking myself up because I kept rolling over onto it, and it like really hurt. Yeah. When I woke up this morning, it was so swollen that I couldn't even turn it, and it was like bright red, and it was hot to touch. And so I started like, like I was like, oh my gosh, I was like, what if it's getting infected? I'm like, because they say like. The infections normally happen, especially with cartilage piercings, within the first like three to seven days, and this is day either three or four of me having it. So I was like, "Oh my gosh, what if it's infected?" But it's died down a lot. It looks a lot better yeah, I'd now. Say I looks a lot. It's better. a little bit red still and a little bit puffy, but it's not even close. It was awful this morning. I literally wanted to cry when I woke up because I had a headache. It was hurting so bad. But that's because I'm just dumb and kept rolling over onto it. Yeah, and normally cartilage piercings are supposed to hurt a lot more. Yeah, this one like getting it done just did not hurt that much like the one that I got up here hurt a lot more up in my mm. up higher cartilage okay let me explain my piercings I have triples and then I have in my left ear I have a high cartilage and then I have a middle cartilage now and did I show you the earring I'm gonna put in there no it's really cute um hold on I'm gonna pull up a picture really fast while I keep talking because the location of it it's like right in the middle and I never really thought I was gonna have a piercing there but then when the, I showed the lady the earring that I wanted to put in, and she was like, oh, let's put it, like, right in the middle. So, like, this is the earring. Oh, yeah. Do you see what I'm talking about? It's like a little crown. Mm-hmm. Looks like that. That's so, cool. it's going to go right in the middle. And I'm really, really, really excited to put it in, but now I just have to, like, wait for it to heal. Yeah. And I don't like how it looks right now. It's not bad. It's growing on me, but it's just so big. It's not that I get it. It probably compared to what you're used to. Yeah, like it's not. It doesn't look bad. It's just I know what I want in it, and it's gonna look better. So mm-hmm. whatever. But yes, I now have seven piercings. You're ridiculous. But on a. I mean, I'll probably get more though. I mean, right now I don't even have my bottom one, and it looks know. silly. <laughs> on the bright side, I now have every piercing I want. That's good. You don't want a belly button piercing? I don't. I don't want piercings anywhere else on my body. Yeah, I don't think you want that either. Mm-mm, just my ears. Wow. Crazy girl. Midlife crisis. That's what it sounds like. And the day I got it, though, this was so funny. So the earring that I wanted, I ordered it online, and it came in. And so the day it came in, I called INVU, which is our local salon. And I was like, hey, do you guys do cartilage piercings? And they were like, yeah. Let me backtrack a little bit. Mom and I were on our way to Salina to get pick up groceries. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, yeah, do you guys do cartilage piercings? And she's like, oh, yeah, we do. And I was like, okay, cool. I'd like to get one done. Can I schedule for uh, – uh, can I schedule a time slot? And she goes – Oh, yeah. And then she kind of looked and she pauses for a minute and she goes, you know what? I just had a cancellation. Can you come like right now? So I like muted the phone. I was like, hey, mom, can we just like run back around to St. Henry and I can get my cartilage pierced? And she was like, right now? And I was like, yeah. So then I just went and got my cartilage pierced. I'm like, this was not supposed to happen today, but here we are. (laughs) I literally can not see you for two days and like this will happen. (laughs) My life is, it's something else. It's something else. Gosh. Rochelle. I know. Dang. I need to like chug this coffee. I'm tired today. Well, then chug it. You want to explain what our coffee is? Yeah. In a second. Okay, so this coffee is from Rooster Joe in Coldwater. So yours, so I was kind of mean to you. I got what? I got you what I always get. Which is a vanilla iced latte, because you always call me out for being basic. And Elizabeth was with me today, and I said, oh, should I do this to pick on Rachel? And she said, heck yeah. So, and she probably gremlin laughed then. Yes. 
Wow. She grabbed I'm not I'm even I'm pretty shocked. sure she grabbed him. Grabbed him. I don't know why she does that. But now <laughs> that you so say funny. it. And then I got a, so this is like a snowball. I don't know. Is a snowball like, hello? I think that was Mateo. <laughs> was making sound. This is, a, it's called a snowball latte. And it's got, I know it has espresso and then it has like the syrup in it is um, toasted marshmallow. That sounds good. You yeah. know what? There's one that's called like Campfire or something, and that's Brianna's favorite coffee, I think. Is it like and it has a, a toasted marshmallow seasonal in it. thing? Or? I don't know. Because I think this is just like a January special. I think is what it said. So if you go there like right now in January, like you can get it. You'll it'll be on their like special menu, and that's the only reason I got it. So it's pretty good though. It kind of tastes like that, but not. My coffee's really good. <laughs> I know. Okay, look. I didn't say it's not good. I just said it's ba- your basic. I know. That's all you're you basic. Get. You're basic. I got my iced vanilla latte. Okay, well. And my Apple Watch and all my Apple products. And oh, shut up. You had those way. Oh, you had those way before me. But an iced caramel latte just makes you more basic. Like that's oh, like the not basic. Oh, caramel way. vanilla. Did I say caramel? Yeah. I meant vanilla. I'm sorry. <laughs> the vanilla. Caramel's me. You're vanilla. You're the basic one here. Oh no. All the basic people get caramel nowadays. <laughs> Because vanilla isn't as sweet. That's true. Cody makes fun of me all the time because I like coffee. I'm watching Vampire Diaries. I have Apple products. You and have Ugg boots. Ugg boots. And so he's yeah, like, I don't have Ugg boots. He said, okay, I just got them for Christmas. But he <laughs> says you... Because actually, it was before I got my Ugg boots. I was like... We were talking and he was like, let me guess. This was like when we were first talking. And he's like, Ugh, let me guess. You have Ugg boots too. And I was like, no, I don't. He was like, huh, guess you're not that basic and then I got Ugg Ugg boots boots. for Christmas and I was like hey Cody guess what (laughs) I'm basic (sighs) you're ridiculous okay well hey are you ready yeah (laughs) I am ready this is good for us this is good timing if you wanted to know this is we normally talk for like 15 20 minutes so well I think we should explain why we think this is good timing yes so today we have a guest with us and he was our well he was the musical director at Jay County Civic Theater for Newsies, for me. But you've had him multiple. Since my first show at Jay County. So that was Shrek and... Shrek. <laughs> uh, Frozen? Is there anything Shrek else? Shrek and Frozen and a Christmas show that I did. Oh, yeah, the Christmas show. He was... He was he directed the musical review. Yes. Then you had him for Newsies, and I my brain is falling so I think that's everything okay yes so today we have our musical director Reed um and we're going to be asking him some questions about everything that he does for Jay County and so he's also a teacher too a music teacher so for people who are thinking of teaching music or want to direct music with musicals etc this is the episode you should definitely listen to Okay. Yes. So, hi, Reed. Hello, Reed. Hello. <laughs> He's, oh, he also played my dad in Newsies. <laughs> yeah. Even though I think you're like 10 years older than me, so makes sense. But, yeah, he's just been sitting here listening to us talk for the past yeah, he probably is 12 like, minutes. Um, okay, so, Rachel, just, do you want to go first? Are we just diving right in? I say we dive right in. Okay. So, Reed, the very first question is not even a question. We just want to know more about you. So can you talk a little bit about yourself? Um, I was born in Pittsburgh, grew up in Cincinnati. Um, I've been playing piano since first grade. I started taking piano lessons. Um, Never much of a singer growing up, but I sang in like church choir. And then I did like elementary school choir and I sang in um, I joined high school choir as the accompanist, but then I discovered I like to sing too. So I started singing in high school again. Never did anything theater related until the Shrek show, like a few years ago. Other than I played French horn in the pit a couple times for different shows, like Sound of Music and such. Um, went to Ohio State, big game Monday night. And, <laughs> um, yeah major in music education, and I teach band now, and... You're from Pittsburgh? I was born in Pittsburgh, I yeah. actually didn't know that either. I didn't know that. That was the first thing you said, and I was like, I was thinking that. I, was I like, just thought oh. I'd throw that out there, because nobody knows that about So are you a Steelers fan? Of course. Okay. Huh. Hmm. Maybe this is where we're just going to cut off the... Yeah. Um, as, you, as you can tell. This is the Fables. end of the episode. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I grew up in Cincinnati, so... Oh, okay. I'm, 
Yeah. But you were born in Pittsburgh? Yeah, my whole family's from Pittsburgh, so we're all That's Steeler crazy. Fans. Wow. So you never you never really did anything theater related till recently? No. I my first time on stage was in Newsies and my first time directing music was for Shrek. So we joined at the same time. Wow, look yeah. at you guys. Wow. You've been we've both been doing theater longer. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I have been. been like, I'm a total noob in theater. I've been. I've done. Had to do lots of like research and stuff on. I feel like a newbie in theater. With with compared the people, to Rachel, <laughs> with the people at Jay County though, it just kind of blows my mind. Just because we've all known each other just such a short amount of time, like all of us met each other within just a few time spans of each other. Like, um, we had an interview with. Ray and Jason, and yeah. I think they had said that they only met like a year prior to when I met them, and then the same goes for Reed. We met them all at the same time, so it's just it just blows my mind because like, they everyone already seemed like they knew each other for like forever. You see all of us together, and there's no way you would guess that we've not known each other for years. Which technically it's been years at this point, but yeah. also I was a freshman, so I'm a senior now, so around and four I years. And I assumed like when I first met everybody, I assumed like you'd already been there for years because... I assumed you had as yeah. well. And yeah. then same for Ray, especially since he was the director. I just like, I was yeah. like, oh, this is like his like he's the one 15th who show. Me. Same. Him and Jason both recruited me as well. Look at us go. We have so much yeah. in common. <laughs> Rachel recruited me. I recruited Aaron and all the well, same I guess Ray people. did too. Ray did. Yeah, Ray and I were... Ray and I schemed to work on you together. Yeah, I know. I'm like, look, I got this girl. <laughs> we gotta get her to Jay County, okay? I need help. Gosh. I'm glad I did, though. I'm glad you did, too. Okay, um, so I kind of want to talk about teaching first. Okay. So what made you want to go into teaching in the first place? I actually didn't at first. I, I went to high school, or I went to college at Ohio State for French horn performance because I wanted to be a performer. And I ended up getting a, well, I wasn't allowed to be in the marching band at Ohio State as a performance major, um, and I really wanted to be. And then it was a mixture of that, and um, I got a piano student who, some kid I knew in college that asked if I could teach him piano. So I started teaching him that, and then I realized that I love teaching. And there was the bonus that if I switched to music education, I could do marching band at Ohio State. And so, yeah, and then I, once I like started down the path, I realized that was where I was supposed to be all along. And so. That's awesome. That is Ohio State marching band. So was that like a really cool experience? Yeah, I was only in it one year because I messed up my back in trials oh. next year, but. Oh no. I had, Two blown discs, but it was like a re-injury from. That's a different story. <laughs> wow, that sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> I can. I don't think I can do that. I don't think so either. Well, I originally wanted to go into music education because that's where I went. That's why I went to Bowling Green, and I kind of did the opposite of you. I realized, oh, I love music and I like teaching music, but like I don't want to teach music to kids every single day, like. I don't, I don't like that. Like, I think individualized lessons I would love because then you actually form, like, I don't know, that, like, connection with them. But I realized, oh, this is not what I want. So I kind of did opposite of you. That's kind of what happened with me, too, except I didn't actually have to go into college. College to do it. To I, Obviously, I teach piano and voice lessons, like, private. And I realized, like, from that, I love teaching, but I don't love teaching students that don't want to be there. Yeah. And so <laughs> I realized that if I went to be an elementary music teacher or even a middle school music teacher or just a music teacher at a public school in general, there were always going to be some sort of kid that didn't want to be in the class. Or even high school. Even high school. Well, that's a different story. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, there was always going to be students that didn't want to be in the class, and I didn't want to stress myself out by teaching people who didn't have a passion for music as much as I did. Mm -hmm. So that's when I was like, okay, I'm going to start with musical theater and eventually be a professor of musical theater because it's such a competitive major that you know that there's going to be people like that they love music just as much as you do. Like if they're in musical theater, they're just as passionate as you are, and that's what I love teaching. Yeah. I could definitely see you doing that, though. And that way you know you're working with people who really do want to be there. Because, like, the students that I have that love piano and practice every week and come back with all their stuff done and they're, like, ready to learn more, like, I 
those lessons just fly. They're just so fast, and I mm-hmm. love teaching it. But when you get students who come in, they're like, yeah, I practiced for 10 minutes at the beginning of the week, and I've not looked at it since. And their parents are forcing them to be there, and they don't—they just don't want to learn. They—they they don't listen, and it's like, it really makes me like question <laughs> everything. Yeah. <laughs> so that's not what I want to deal with for a major. Yeah. Um. Well, I'm still studying music, but I'm just getting a minor in music. But I did have like some teaching experience, because we—I took like choral techniques, so I had to like teach that. And then I was like, I don't mind this, but I don't think I can do this every day. Reed, so. you were nodding when I was saying students that want to be very <laughs> You were, like, like, nodding aggressively. Do you have, got, do you have like, a story with that? Or do you mm, just agree? No particular story. I think I'm blessed because I teach band at a small school where band is not, like, the cool thing to do. So everyone in band in Fort Recovery, for the most part, just they want to be there. And either that or they fake it really well. So. <laughs> That's good, though. So, yeah, so I, I feel bad for the... Um, the teachers who have to teach like regular music classes, mandatory music classes, yeah, and then they like have people that they everybody knows they don't want to be there, and and like I get, I get kids that quit that like decide they don't like it, but I've never had an issue with like student attitude, but I could totally see like if I had to teach like math or something, <laughs> yeah, I'd probably that'd be much worse. Day. Yeah, that uh, would be. <sighs> I feel like forward recovery is probably even so much better than just St. Henry. Because in St. Henry, I don't we think have attitude problems. And in well, our band. I don't think it's frowned upon. Really. It's not like it's a cool thing to be in band, but like, I'd say there's a lot more like people who are well liked than in popular kind in of band. But no, also, I don't say well liked, but just like no, I get what you're you saying. You know, like compared to like just how people see them. Like, but that. like our band does have attitude problems. Yeah, for there sure. are people that don't want to. And be they there. stay in it, and then it's like, why are you still here? Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to be here. Our our director has said, like, she's like, if you don't want to be here, just quit. Then like, don't it's, be it's here. not going to affect me one way or another. Like, if you don't want to be here, don't be here. And then they still stay in, and it's like, Yeah, we okay. have a huge issue with that. So I'm really glad you don't have to deal with that. I'm glad as well. That's crazy, because we're not that, we're just, like, ten minutes away from each other. Mm-hmm. And we're about, we're bigger school, but still not that much, I don't think. So. I did have to deal with it growing up, though, because, like, my senior year in high school, one of my best friends was the band president. We could, we kind of drifted apart, but like our, my senior year, in the middle of marching band practice, um, he like, I guess some rookie was giving him a hard time, and he like stormed on the field screaming, "I expletive hate band," and he was our band president. Mm. Oh, so he gosh. took a couple weeks off and then was back. We was have nice. we've had people throw chairs and instruments and <laughs> <laughs> and chairs multiple times. Chairs same multiple person. Times. <laughs> across the room. Just yeah, yeet it. Yeah, so it gets like that. I do I, be like that sometimes. I was gonna ask you how you heard about Jay County, but then you answered this earlier, Ray. <laughs> Ray Cooney had a poor recovery board meeting. Like, I just, just happened to be there for, like, a presentation or something, and he was, like, stopped me after, and he's, like, uh, said that they were looking, they were taking um, applications for a music director gig, so. I feel like Ray That's Cooney crazy. has recruited so That's many people. That's what I was people. just thinking, without like, him. He's the godfather of this <laughs> the godfather. <laughs> Ray Cooney's the godfather. <laughs> yeah, because I think he recruited you, and then... You recruited a bunch of people. So uh-huh. if he hadn't recruited you, then those other people most likely. And then if they didn't have Reed. Who... He also knows everyone yeah. in like, the region. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people know him. Every, yeah, I feel like everybody knows Ray Cooney. That's crazy. Also. Ray Cooney, we do appreciate hey, you. Do you even Ray though listens? He does. He, he'll text me. He's like, I'm listening to... to and he'll insult us with something. Yeah. And it's like, like the time where we kept saying filming. He was so mad. All the time instead of recording. You and he was filming. He's like, you're not filming. He got like really upset. Look, we do appreciate you even though you're mean. He's not mean to me. Well. He's only mean to people he doesn't like. Oh. Sorry, oh. Rachel. <sighs> Look. <laughs> Look. What? Look. He's just a brat. Too okay. Mm-hmm. You know what? Your <laughs> attitude right now. I'm not. I don't have it's attitude. Not needed. You turn into everybody else when you're around them. You just get so mean too. Oh really? Mm-hmm. I do not turn into everyone else. You think everyone else does? 
I don't know. What do I do? I don't know. I don't I just, know. I just meant like people at Jay County. No. You make fun of me a lot more when you're around anybody from Jay County. Mm-hmm. Like he said nothing so far, and <laughs> oh, that's no. We, Reed Reed picks on you a oh, lot. Oh yeah, I said oh, all the time. That's why yeah, I said driving's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> yes, right. I said the word so far, meaning like he said nothing. He's so just far. he's not doing it right now because we're recording. He's trying to be professional. <sighs> I just feel like. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you're driving. <laughs> Gosh. Okay, but that's my point. Whenever you're around anybody from Jay County, you just make fun nah, of me. No, I always make more. fun of you driving. <laughs> so does everybody else. Yeah, yeah okay. Maybe just, you're right. I just can't park. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> I will never forget. When Jason was in the Jason car. Jason being in the car eating subway. <laughs> I didn't know he was in there. He just look up and he has the sandwich halfway in his mouth and he's just staring at me like that's like my worst nightmare because i'm trying to like parallel park and someone's just like staring like it was that you know it's like judging you i didn't if i had known he was in there i just would have taken the l and parked badly the first time (laughs) rachel you'll get better one day yeah okay Okay, moving on reed what is your favorite show that you have been a part of whether it's on stage or directing or newsies yeah loser easily newsies excuse me yeah i know you're still but it's like i can't really compare them because i that was my first time ever on stage so it was mm-hmm. like they'll always be special to me but like i don't know like i've loved all of them if i like shrek was awesome and i did that's when i decided i wanted to like get on stage because i was like oh, oh i don't like sitting in the back being the laugh track when the audience isn't laughing. That Which, happened at one of the, um, at one of the yes. performances. What? I was just like, ah! <laughs> it was so funny. Because on stage, nobody, it was like, it was just a bad audience. Nobody was laughing. And then you'd be on stage and you could just hear some deep laughter. And it was, <laughs> it was real. Do you think the audience could tell? I don't know. I don't know. People sing back there a lot. Like, I would sing sometimes. No, no. And I don't think no, I know. I know, but, like, men, they, I don't think oh, anyone no, noticed. But this he was laugh. in the audience. He oh, you were in the stage. audience? Like, he yeah. was in the back, back. And he would just like, start. I was sitting right next no. to the light booth. I yeah. thought you meant you were on no, stage. No, no, like, no. In I, fact. I was, like, I was a plant as, like, an audience member. That <laughs> <laughs> loved They're like, wow, this guy really laughs at everything. How did you make yourself like? Shirt at the time, so I never had it on. So like, no one ever knew who I was. It was so funny. How can you get yourself to fake laugh that often? I don't know. Or like, even it was somewhat funny. I don't think I don't ever laugh when I'm watching shows. It was like morally obvious that it was a fake laugh that like I I can't laugh. So here's the thing, like it was it was he was laughing at all the correct parts, but he was yeah. being super over dramatic about it, trying to get everybody else to laugh. So if he had just laughed normal, it would have been fine, but the fact that he was trying to be over dramatic was like ah! Well and they were the same jokes I'd seen like thirty times. So so it's like, like even the like beep 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 of Farquad backing up, like uh, yeah, it was so funny, but I had to like overdo it to try to get other know. It was but yeah, so that was when I decided I wanted to get on stage. You did a really good You're job. You're like, I don't want to fake laugh anymore. I'm looking forward to Chip Tolentino. That was going to be my breakout role. Mm. What? Chip Tolentino? <laughs> what the heck's that? Uh, spelling B. Uh, it's going to happen still. It's still, it's still going to happen. He definitely had an interesting song. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Uh, Have, do you know the show at all? I told no. you about one specific song. At I first just... I was like, I will not accept that role because of that song. And then I was like... You know what? I actually kind of love that role. Okay, so here's the thing. It's inappropriate, but also it's talking about a musical. The song is called My Unfortunate Erection, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's the name of the song. Chip's Lament is the official song. Like, it's Chip's Lament and then in parentheses. My Unfortunate Erection. (laughs) I thought, okay, no. I don't think you told me about this. He gets eliminated from the spelling bee because of his distraction. Oh my god. (laughs) What the heck? Okay, so for anybody who doesn't know, spelling bee, it's a bunch of adults acting like they're kids in a spelling bee, and it's a comedy. It's it's hilarious. It's really it's, funny. It's, yeah. It's definitely not a show that you take little kids little to, yeah. but it's really funny. I get to wear a Boy Scout uniform, and <laughs> Jennifer found a Boy Scout uniform. That That's gonna fit you. Are yeah. you serious? <laughs> gosh. Oh my god. I'm glad it's still happening though, because then I can hopefully see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's no wow. time timeline. No one knows like. No one knows when it's gonna happen, or if it might not even be the first show we do after everything's back up. I don't know. It is true. But it'll happen. I'm convinced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that 
it'll be good. I, I, I went to the callback night for it and it was just so much fun because I didn't I don't know why I was there I just decided to come mm -hmm. and they were like sure you can come but like I wasn't like student directing or anything so I just kind of sat there and watched I had nothing fun I, I was under no stress because I wasn't auditioning and I didn't have to take notes just sat and made fun of Ray and <laughs> you with Shay we sat in the back together making fun of everybody it was great and you loved it iconic iconic wait okay so this is back to musical director. What is the best part of being a musical director? Hmm. Pro I'd say the final product, like listening to it. And just like, yeah. Because after everyone puts in all that work and then finally it's like, okay. Yeah, because the first, the first few rehearsals are always frustrating. And, but then once everyone's got it and they like have they memorized all their parts and everything, and it comes together, it's always really cool. Yeah, I th yeah. I think I think when I was like in Newsies, our musical our musical like rehearsals always went just to me they always went so good because I always compared it to like other productions <laughs> and like we never had anyone who was like you know as strong in music like leading them so it was always just like more frustrating mm -hmm. so to me when you it's hard for me to even think but I guess it depends I wasn't in a lot of songs with a lot of people in Newsies though yeah I mean there were sometimes it was a struggle but yeah. also Newsies music was incredibly difficult too so yeah okay yeah. um next one how do you get ready for a show that you are the musical director in step by step um well, especially since I'm like so new to the musical theater thing, odds of me knowing a show well are not good, because I like I sit around and listen to Wagner and like. Oh my gosh. So then going from there to Alan Menken, it's like Newsies. I'd never heard any of the songs from Newsies before. I found out we were doing it, and um, but any of them, it's just I've watched the show as many times as I can, get a hold of the music and the lyrics, and then. Um, like go song by song and then I mean I was kind of taught how to do it sort of as as I went in during Shrek I mean they didn't teach me how to music direct but I, I kind of I guess learned as I went because I'd never done it before so um so yeah I'd, I'd say the first thing is just get to know the show as much as I can um whatever the topic is in like time period and um and if there's ever, a lot of times in musicals, they'll reference other musicals or they'll reference other things. And I don't always know that at first, but I'll often like, that sounds familiar. So I'll have to like go back and find wherever it was quoting. So um, during Shrek, did you like, have, did you know like that one part was like in a reference to Wicked or was that something that you? No, someone told me. Yeah. I'd never seen, I during still have never seen Wicked song. in my entire life. Are you serious? Correct, yes. But I did know, for as soon as I heard it, that there was this Renaissance piece from Spain that was quoted in Shrek. I did not. Really? Know yeah. There's like it's like a two two measures from the dancery by Susato. It's no. Wow. So you knew that. <laughs> I knew that, but what was the know wicked? What's the wicked reference? Um, during Farquaad's song at the yeah. end, he goes ah. Okay. It's like really bad. I, yeah, I figured bad. it would uh -huh. be something from that song. <laughs> Back to Wicked for a second. Okay, it is like the most basic musical theater song, like most or show. Like I feel like everybody knows Wicked, but it's so good. You need to go see it. I know some of the songs from it, but like I've it's, heard it's, them. it's oh. you gotta see it. Like it's you're it's okay. good. I promise. Like if if you're worried that it's just like has too much hype, it's not. It's like actually really good, even though like it does get a lot of hype. It does get a lot of hype, but we watched a bootleg of it in band. We finished it today. As long really? as it's not the journey of musicals, like the band journey, I just can't do it. No, it's not. It's <laughs> oh no. It's like, do you know the it's, plot of it at all? Sort of. It's like Elphaba's the yeah. Wicked Witch. It's her how she became the Wicked Witch, and yeah, it's really good. Yeah, no, I like Wicked Would a lot. Recommend. That was the first like musical I ever saw, like professional production, and I just remember being like. I want to be them. <laughs> Me too. Glinda's still one of my dream roles. Because like, Glinda. Glinda the good, or Galinda. Um, Galinda. 
Except I'd have to go blonde, and I don't know if that would be a good no, thing. No, they have wigs. Okay, but like nice wigs. But like me as a blonde, just oh, just period. like with the blonde hair. Just, yeah. Oh, I thought you were saying you dye your hair. I was like, no, no you no, don't no. have to do that. No, I'm not saying like me as a blonde. Period. I don't think it would be as bad as you think. Okay, that's true. Because for I think Frozen, of me as a blonde, I feel like I'd be worse as a blonde. I feel like we'd both be bad as blondes. <laughs> I was a blonde at one point. No. Remember? Oh, did you ever see me with that? My, my students bleached my hair a couple years ago. Oh my gosh! Yes, I do remember that. No, like I didn't know that. Orangish yellow. It was horrible. Oh was my awful. gosh, I forgot all about <laughs> yeah. that. Never again. No, I did not know that. Yes. <laughs> you were like, you were blonde. I was like, what? Reed's the cool teacher. Yeah. Okay. Well, lost a bet, but yeah. Lost a bet. Well, it wasn't a bet. It was a reward for marching band success. Anyway. <laughs> I would never. <laughs> I think I looked. I look awful as a blonde. I thought I was gonna look really bad as a redhead in Frozen, but I actually didn't. No, you. I was actually. You looked. You looked so much like her. I feel like Anna. I thought you looked. You actually did. I yeah. I've heard that from a lot of people. Like even like my freckles on my face, like it lined up with. Yeah. Yeah. Picture of Anna. The only time was when the wig would start to like come off a little bit, and we could see like. (laughs) Your, your <laughs> and it's a pretty good wig, right? I was right? still never... That was... It It was... Yeah, it wasn't, like, super great quality, but, like, it was a good enough wig. It was just so funny because I hated the first wig that I had that was the bun because it was so heavy and it never stayed in my hair. And I will never forget the guy who played Hans. And I, I've talked about this before. He spun me during one of our songs. And he, he hit... His hand hit the wig and it started to fall off. And so I just did my own little dance and pushed it yes. back up. <laughs> a lot of people didn't notice, but I think, like, the directors, and you probably noticed. Oh, yeah. Obviously, yeah. that's... I, I did. I took liberties every night. I changed things up, but that was something that was pretty obvious. But the audience didn't know. But I was like, "Oh no, my wig's gonna go flying off. I'm going to mortify some children." Sorry, you keep hitting the table. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> I was like, "This wig's gonna come off. I'm gonna mortify the children in the audience." This is yeah. gonna be awful. <laughs> that would have been kind of funny. That would have been so bad. I don't know how I would have recovered from that one. The wig just went flying. Off. I don't know what you would do. <laughs> You'd be like, I'm bald. <laughs> oh no, I'm bald. Why'd you do this, Elsa? Elsa. Elsa. <laughs> I, I don't know. That's what would be my first instinct. Okay, our next question: What advice would you give to someone who would like to be a musical director? Be flexible and able to improvise. Not like improvise musically, like improvise your game plan because and I guess it's like that teaching in general Mm -hmm. but especially in theater um and I've run into it in Fort Recovery also it's not just like the community theater it's every theater thing I've been in unless you're like on Broadway or something there's gonna be conflicts so you like prepare for a rehearsal and then like half the cast isn't there that day or you're missing like the lead singer in a song you wanted to work on um so so just being able to kind of have a plan b and a plan c and a plan d and then um kind of take a deep breath every once in a while when it's not going the way you want it to go um and i guess think of clever ways to try to get people to memorize their parts like without just like begging them to Maybe you should make another bet to dye your hair. The cast can dye your hair if they yeah, memorize their part. That's never happening again. My mom, like, she, like, told me that will never happen again, so. <laughs> it was bad. I, uh, There's pictures of me on the wall still in the band room in Fort Recovery. I cannot believe I forgot about that. It was awful. Maybe it was just so traumatic for me to look at that I just blocked it from Maybe. my mind. <laughs> it was awful. They wanted to do my eyebrows, too, and I'm, part of me was oh. like, my eyebrows, at least, they would be the same color. But then I'm like, no, because you're going to get bleach in my eyes. And that would not blood. have been good. Oh, yeah. So I had, like, these eyebrows with, like, orange hair. It was, it was so bad. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Um, the last actual question that we have written down is, can you explain a time when you had a challenge while directing, and then how did you overcome it? Hmm. Or a time you got frustrated and... Stuff like that. And how did I overcome it? Mm-hmm. How'd you get over it? I have to. I don't like. I don't. I'm trying to think. 
it doesn't necessarily have to be like a challenge challenge just maybe a time that you were directing and you got really frustrated at people and how do you like calm down and keep going on um there was a time when i was musical directing something last year i'm not gonna like go in detail but um and the singers did not know their music like at all and we were a few weeks away and um karen was actually there too and she kind of backed me up on it like she was at a rehearsal i didn't even know karen came to a rehearsal um it it wasn't it was i don't you you weren't involved oh but yeah you weren't involved with anything um but um, she came to a rehearsal, and actually neither of you were, so it was not newsies. But, <laughs> I figured. <laughs> no, it was, uh, but yeah, the, the nobody knew their music, and and like I basically had to tell them like I can't, we can't make you like better actors if you're not gonna learn how to sing your part. Like if you're not gonna willing to go home and put time in to learn the words to the song, how are we gonna like make it convincing on stage? So I, that was like rock bottom for me in frustration. Realizing that it wasn't gonna be as good as I wanted it to be um, then I guess not lowering my standards, but just being aware of that the ideal show isn't always gonna happen and that and I guess I, I found different ways to like be positive about it and it did improve the show never got to where I wanted it to be but it um it did improve enough that I was, I was like moderately pleased with it. So that would stress me out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Karen was there too. She, we just brought her in to like help out with. Okay. Just mm-hmm. to kind of like give feedback, to give notes back, and she basically told said told them exactly what she's like. They can't help you with anything if you're not gonna learn your music. Yeah. I mean, it's There's true. only so many music rehearsals you can have before, like, the person just needs to know it. And there's only so much you as a music director, or just the director in general, can do. Like, the actor also has a lot. Yeah, like, yeah. We, we can't, I can't do the show if I'm not on stage, mm-hmm. so. You have to put in a lot of time of your own. Yeah, and I know that's something that you and I have talked about as well, just, like, making a commitment to a show, but then not taking it seriously thinking, oh, I don't have to learn this right now, or I don't need to come to this rehearsal. They're not going to miss me. Yeah. that's. Cr- I feel like I'm the opposite. I get too focused on it because I'm like, I have to be perfect at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that just, like, amazes me. Mm. It does to me, too. There's just a lot of things that people do that I'm just – I just really struggle to comprehend. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, just as me, I'm like, I just genuinely can't wrap my brain around how people – process and think certain things are okay yeah especially like and maybe that like with music wise like for me like I take it really seriously and somebody who just does it just to do it but maybe that's why but if somebody's not taking it seriously like I really struggle to wrap my head around it because I'm like you made a commitment why are you not following through with it and I think a lot of people who are like they know that they're really good they think that they don't have to take like maybe like criticism from their directors or like continue to work at their role they just kind of say like, oh, well, I'm good. Like, I I know I'm good. I don't have to listen to what they say. Mm-hmm. And then it's just... It, when you give the same person the same note every day, and it never changes. I know, I'm thinking... Oh, I, I'm thinking that I, makes me mad, and too. And, and they always, like, nod their head, like, okay. Like, can you try it this way? Okay. And then, like, <laughs> nothing changes. I can think of a specific person. Who? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly who Are I'm we Am I thinking of the same thing, no, too? No, because I was involved with that. And I didn't even realize that I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, I know you do. Because <laughs> it involved both of us. Well, yeah, I remember that that time, like, the directors kept saying, check the notes. They're there for a reason. Like, some we spent a lot of time writing all that out. So I was like, oh, no, I can't forget to check the notes. And then every day I would check the notes, and there was nothing for me. So I was like, okay, what are they talking about? Because I figured since I was like a lead role, maybe I was doing something really obvious. So that I'm was actually bad. thinking about a different show. You're thinking of a different show? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was thinking what of... are you thinking of? I can't. Different show. I can't, yeah. I can't. Well, you tell me later. I'll tell you later. He knows what I'm talking I know about. Exactly this what you're happens about. a lot, is what we're trying to say. Ray knows what you're talking about. Ray's, Ray's over here, like, oh boy. <laughs> Ray knows it what was I'm talking comical. about. Jason knows what I'm talking about. It was like about. a sitcom moment. <laughs> 
It's so funny. It's so bad. Ugh. Remind me. I'll, we'll tell you later. I'm... I felt like a horrible person afterwards. <laughs> I didn't even know it. Oh my gosh, you're not thinking of the same thing as me. There's... I don't know who you're thinking of. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know who you're thinking of. Maybe our experience was just so traumatic that anybody else is Probably. just... Probably. <laughs> I've had similar issues other places. But nothing like this? Not <laughs> well, that was, like... It wasn't even, like, the most frustrating thing. It was just funny. Like, <laughs> like looking back at it now, it's just... It's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, especially if you know the person, which you do know the person. You just don't know that you know. You just don't know that you know the person. And Ray's sitting here like... I still know the person. <laughs> I don't know. I know the person. <sighs> I'm racking my brain right now. Okay, we'll you just... probably told me about it before. We'll just keep you guessing. Ha ha. Okay. okay. Ooh. Why do we do that? Why? I said okay at the same time. Did you not hear me? No. We always say the same words at the same time, right? <laughs> we're the same person. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Go like that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, do you have anything else you would like to add or any stories or just anything any you can stories? think of? If you have any stories. Making fun of Rachel. What was your first impression of Rachel? I actually am curious about this. Do you remember? <gasps> I'm trying to remember. Oh, I, yeah. The first time I ever saw Rachel was in her audition <laughs> for, because uh, I'd never seen her before Shrek. It was audition for Shrek. And... And I, I was just amazed at that you could sing. Aww. Not that you could sing. Like, I didn't look at you like, oh, she, she can't sing. sing. No, but I was just amazed that, like, that you were as good a singer as you were. Thanks. <laughs> Looking at you. Ugh, you she, don't look like she's a singer. You're not going to be good. <laughs> oh, look. Wow, that. that was actually nice. Yeah. Thanks. No, like that was... You asked my first impression. That was the first time I ever saw you. Did it change as the longer you got to know me? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not the singing part, but now I know so much more about you, like your divorce cake. My divorce cake. <laughs> I love that story. Have I have we ever told that story? I thought you did. The but... divorce cake story? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. You've told me it like five times. Oh, that's so funny. So, like, I can't. I don't know. Okay, well, I don't want to tell it again if I already told it. Oh, yeah. well. I'm just a divorced woman. Too raccoony. That's all. <laughs> too raccoony. Who <laughs> is so much older than me? And it's just, you know, and at the time I was. No, I was just like 15 or 16. No, I was just thinking about Rachel, huh? I was thinking for some reason that I didn't meet Reed until Newsies, but we were in orchestra together. All yeah, three of us yeah. were. Mm-hmm. Are you doing orchestra anymore? <laughs> yeah, I just keep getting busy oh, on okay. Mondays. I'm working on the music at home. That's good. I just have stuff that keeps coming no, up. No, it was just I, I was just curious because it's been a while since yeah, I've been there. I haven't seen you. Well, I stopped coming in November because <laughs> well, we had our show, yeah, and then and you and I were like alternating the weeks that we could go. We were alternating, yeah. and then I stopped coming once it got closer to the show, and then I got I had Corona week in October or December, and then Christmas, and then yeah. So it's been so long since I've seen Reed. I used to see him every week. I haven't been at orchestra for a long time. Yeah, you quit. I quit. Well, I had to. <laughs> I know. I kind of miss it though, but I don't. I don't even like. I haven't even played the French horn in like. I mean, since Suso, so it's been a long time. One of my time. students thought I was forty-two. Are you serious? Why? Just cause? Yeah. Like, apparently, I look like I'm forty-two. I don't think you look forty-two. Uh, I wanted to say forty-two. Um, I don't. I have a story that I don't think I ever told you about orchestra. By the way, Reed, not you. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was one of the nights that you weren't there, and <laughs> Jim kept going, come on, French horns, I need a little bit more from you. Like, he was genuinely serious. He did not realize that there was not a single French horn there. Oh. Like, Where's none of them were there. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and then he stopped, and he went, French horns. And he starts looking, and he's like, where are you? <laughs> <laughs> Was that this year? Yeah. Okay, so, it, yeah, there's two of us. He must have not been there either. Yeah, and he was... So is it still the same two people? Um, no, it's... it. There's... Yeah, there's been a revolving door of horn players. No, the, the guy who's there now, he, um... Came from the Lima area concert band. He's really good. Oh. We have a killer horn section now. Yeah. <laughs> Just, despite me being... Um, me being... Has Rachel come back for cello? Other Rachel? No. 
Yeah, that makes me first chair in cello. <laughs> we have, we didn't have a cello on Monday this week. Yeah, the other cello player, he's like brand new to the cello, and so since Rachel, other Rachel's not there anymore, that makes me first chair, and I'm just like, wow, look at you, first chair cello, even though wow. I'm not very good. I'm okay. <laughs> That's how I always felt. You were like, you you should really join like the new French horns. I'm like, Rachel, why? I'm so bad at French horn. You're like, it's okay. Sometimes I forget that you, me, and Elizabeth were, we're all, all in, in orchestra. orchestra. She played the trumpet. She doesn't even <laughs> play the trumpet. She taught herself the trumpet from orchestra. And then she got sucked into the brass, their, their own brass like, cause, like, their own. Oh, yeah. They they wanted me to go to that one day, and I was like, I don't think I should come to this. They were really good. They are really good. <laughs> You're in that, right? Sometimes. Oh, just the brass on something? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm, I, I'm, do, I'm the, yeah. Do you actually, like, come to the practices for them, or do you just sight read it the day of the concert? I'm in the practices, like, if, um... If I'm at like the orchestra, I go to the brass before, but like I don't go to that and then not be at orchestra. So, but yeah, I go to practice. This the Christmas concert this time, the one that was like recorded. I didn't know what music we were playing until I got there, so that was all sight read. That was a little nerve wracking. That's fun. Oh boy, I could never do that. Well, we got really off topic. Okay, yeah, you're right. That's I'm totally sorry. fine. I. I asked you if you had any stories and then about being a music director, and then we just got way off topic. Ow, I kicked my foot. Sorry. So going back no, to that, do you have any that you would like to share? Funny things or serious things or just being – or as like a teacher or music director? He's thinking. Yeah. Um, he has his thinking face funniest on. Funniest story or – yeah. Anything. You could do funniest story. What's your funniest story as being a music director? Funniest story as being... I don't know. There's like so... Most broad. of the funny stories that aren't involved actually being a music director. They're just like watching Rachel Park or... <laughs> <laughs> or Ray leaves the car on. Oh. You... Okay, sorry. Shouldn't talk about the cars. Shouldn't talk about you driving. Look... I feel so Okay, well, you, the way you pulled into my driveway, like, every time. I'm like, <laughs> why are you going so fast? I just yeet. Yeah, you yeet yourself out in front of people all the time. Okay. I don't I, oh. I always have plenty of room. You're just extra cost. I live on 118. You never know how fast these people are going. You okay. Have to be extra careful. Well, I've never gotten hit on 118. So. <laughs> that's, your, that's your, like, standard. That's my standard. Okay. I don't have a story about me being music director, but I have a story of feeling empathy for Shay Bailey being the... Dance thing during Spelling Bee? Yeah. yeah, during Spelling Bee. Okay, so <laughs> she had to, like, choreograph that whole show and teach it to us. And, like, I'm relatively athletic, but... Ray Cooney. <laughs> no, no, I, like, I was going to say, but I cannot dance, and I'm, like, a baby giraffe. I think you're the one who like when I just like move around, she says I look like a baby giraffe. So like so Shay had to teach me, Jason, like Ray. Ray dancing Leo Steen, was one of the all, funniest all of us, things. Like, oh. <laughs> like I just felt so bad for her, like, okay, now do this like spin thing and we're all like <laughs> on stage trying to do it. Shoot, what were you doing that I told you you looked like a baby giraffe? Was it how you just walk? I think it's just walking? you said I just, I, I just look like one. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't right. anything in particular. It was just the way like I drank water and, like, What? She said I just move around like a baby giraffe. Well, and I'm not the only one who thinks this. Jesse <laughs> Bailey said I do too. Because <laughs> like, I went around asking people. I was like, don't you think he looks like a baby I'm gonna tell, I'm doing a poll. I need you to answer yes or no. Do you um, think, yes, um, hi, I, for science, do you think? <laughs> for science class. Do you think Reed looks like, like a, a baby, baby giraffe? giraffe? You're ridiculous. 
I think it was also something about you just stumbling all over the place. So I was like, yeah, because I, I, I'm I like I stumble over my own feet sometimes. <laughs> and like sometimes I just drop things. And... So like he looked like a baby giraffe who was learning how to walk. Yeah, yeah that, I can see that. That's where I it came from. And then it just kind of branched off. I'm just there. picturing you and Jason, what Ray and Lee all trying to do like. Spins okay, and I'm gonna. She only had like one spin, but I still can't do it. I'm gonna call Ray out right now like during the spin. dance for her during the callback for the dance that I was there for. Shay was trying to teach it. Everybody was spinning, <laughs> and Ray was like, <laughs> everybody would be facing the front, and he would just be starting to spin. It's so funny. <laughs> he's just not a dancer. He's a great. He can, he can sing and he can act. He just Ray, you can't dance. At all. I'm sorry. I know you can. If you, you know what? If you work on it, Ray Cooney, I bet you could dance. I'm talking directly to you. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you're really singling out him out today. <laughs> if you work on it, because he, he's not here to make fun of me back. That's true. <laughs> That's, you guys have like been <laughs> It is open season on Ray. <laughs> he's going to be listening to this and he's going to be like, it's okay. We made fun. We kind of helped him out by making fun of your driving. That's and true. Stuff, so. You're welcome. We're good. <laughs> now I can't stop thinking about baby giraffes. I swear, I used to play sports, and, like, I wasn't bad at basketball or, like... Mateo, I swear. Or marching band. I just... Kind of, everything else I do, I'm just kind of... Like, I have trouble sometimes. Like, my feet are a little big, so I have trouble, like... He's walking. tall and just I can't get control it. of his legs and his I drop stuff. And... My students actually keep a tally on the board. <laughs> how many times things... If I drop a certain number of things every week, I have to give them all candy. That's hilarious. They keep a tally, and they'll, like... And they include if I fall <laughs> off. Like, sometimes I just fall off the podium. Like, I'll just what? Swerve off the podium. Baby <laughs> giraffe. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> Learning how to walk. That's so different experience in St. Henry. We keep a tally of how often we put the chairs away and then we can go to the bake shop. We still do that. You do? (laughs) (laughs) Because on Tuesdays, the cleaning crew comes in and we kept forgetting to put the chairs away. And so we started making a tally and we put the chairs away four weeks in a row and we get a treat. And then we'd be every day. We just put on the board. <laughs> big shop. shop. We're going to the big shop tomorrow. Every single day. Bring money. It was solo day. There was one time Aaron and there was one time Aaron and Alex filled up the whole entire whiteboard <laughs> with the word big shop and cookies and donuts and the whole thing. And then Mrs. Harding's walked in for sixth grade because she teaches in that room for sixth grade music, and she's like. Guys, I need this board to teach. <laughs> just kind of actually mad about it because we were there in sixth grade music. I don't know why. And then you're right, solo day. We would write. <laughs> we didn't want to do actual songs, so we wrote on the board every day. Today is solo, solo day. So <laughs> we would work on our solos. Our teacher would walk in and be like, "What?" And we're like, "Didn't you know it's <laughs> it's, it's National Solo Day?" <laughs> Didn't you know? Like every day was National Solo Day. <laughs> we were kind of mean. Well, she didn't. We didn't have the thing of her dropping stuff and like doing that kind of tally. We were just like, no, we're gonna go to the bake shop. Did I tell you about the shirts that we're doing in choir this year? No. Um, we're we made them like most likely to, but they're all like or like superlatives or like. Superlatives, oh, okay. But they're all making fun of everybody, and we <laughs> yeah. have two on them for our teacher, and she she uh, she agreed with both of them, and one of them is like most likely not to assign the solos. Because <laughs> tea, and then most likely to give a pencil as a treat. <laughs> <laughs> she always like, I'm bringing you treats today. She brought in pencils. Pencils. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we're all high schoolers. We we're all mad. She's like, oh, you can use it to write, and we're like, wait, she's done that recently? No. Oh, just we that one time. Just, we're all just still mad about it. <laughs> The one, they were like Christmas themed, and one of them was like <laughs> said naughty. Ho- <laughs> yeah, naughty. I said like naughty and ho ho ho. On it. <laughs> so we were like, this is not appropriate. And I remember everybody was like, I want the ho 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 pencil. <laughs> I had Give me the one. ho pencil. <laughs> be like, this, be like, Mrs. Or Mrs. H, this is not appropriate. <laughs> She still has one of the ho 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 pencils, and every so often she'll just say, "I'm using my ho pencil." <laughs> this is ridiculous. I forget about some of these things. I oh. love that. Okay, once again, getting really <laughs> sorry. This needed to be shared. 
Okay, well, I think that's everything. I think that it? is everything, yeah. Aaron goes back to college tonight. Tonight. Which is sad. <laughs> I'm gonna miss you. I'm gonna miss you too. It's okay. I'll probably be back, I don't know, soon. Yes. Maybe. She's coming back. I'm coming back. So, yeah, that's gonna be a fun drive home. Mm hmm. Yeah. And our coffee is still good. I just never, I never do. I never Mine's drink almost it. gone. Because every time I take a drink, you just don't talk. <laughs> or I'll take a drink and then you start taking a drink. I'm like, Rachel, we have to keep talking. So I'll take a drink and then it's just like dead silent. Like just there. And I'm getting. Okay, so I don't do it on purpose, but sometimes I do just because it's funny. Because then you get mad. Not get actually mad. mad. You're just like, I get, you got, Rachel, you gotta talk. I swear, like every time you see me getting a drink, you just stop talking. <laughs> I'm like, I, most of the time, I, don't. I was like, you literally talk all the time. Like you talk right now. <laughs> I don't ever shut up except when Aaron takes a drink of coffee. Yeah. So I think that's it. Thank you for listening. Um, yeah. Thanks. Thank you, Reed, for coming. Thank you so much, Reed. And we will see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.